I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live, coast to coast, and all over the internet. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. You can check us out there. TalkStreamLive provides a list of all of the radio stations, at least most of the radio stations, who carry this program in its entirety. And, of course, you can check us out by going to Aftermath.fm. That's Aftermath.fm. It's a free service. Those of you that, uh, you know, can't get us at a radio station near you, you can always check us out by going to Aftermath.fm. We're live there from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. So Aftermath.fm. And if you want to listen to the show and have some extras, like if you want to be able to listen to the show at a convenient time, Want to listen to some great podcasts and also check out our library and our study groups and our social media, you can go to aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Find out uh, what would be best for your budget to sign up and uh, you can participate. Uh, It's great because a lot of people are there uh, and uh, they go into chat, they talk, we have social media platforms, everything going on. Just a a one-stop shop pretty much or one place you can go where everybody is talking about Ground Zero and all the other great shows we have that are there. And check some of them out. You're you're really going to love them anyway. So uh, yesterday, I wanted to talk about this yesterday, but I I decided to forego that because I wanted to talk immediately about the Colonial Pipeline being shut down. Now they apparently got it back up and running again today. Uh, They didn't pay the uh, ransom for the ransomware, so I don't know what is going on, but apparently... They got it up and running, but it is going to still cause problems for gasoline. It's going to go up a little bit, probably a spike for a while. But yesterday, I was watching, and this was amazing, I was watching the fireworks between Anthony Fauci and Rand Paul. Now, they clashed yesterday over the role of the Wuhan China virology lab, virology lab in the origins of COVID-19. And this has been one of Rand Paul's agendas to be pushing, you know, the idea that perhaps COVID-19 came from a lab in Wuhan or came from the lab, leaked out of the lab. But what was different about this, and I'm going to play this for you because I, I want you to hear why it's so different. But during the Senate hearing on the pandemic response, Rand Paul alleged, he basically alleged that the National Institute of Health, the, NAI, the NIH, had been sending funding to the Wuhan lab, which then juiced up a virus that was originally found in bats to create a super virus that could infect human cells. Now, Paul pressed Fauci on the theory that the novel coronavirus was created in the Wuhan lab and then somehow escaped either because of an accident or because it was deliberately released. Now, of course, this has been talked about in conspiracy circles and it's something that would get you banned on Facebook if you talk about it or on YouTube if you talk about it. But I want you to listen to this exchange and there's some word there are words that Rand Paul uses that we have talked about before on this program so give this a listen and tell me what words they are here we go Dr. Fauci 
We don't know whether the pandemic started in a lab in Wuhan or evolved naturally, but we should want to know. Three million people have died from this pandemic, and that should cause us to explore all possibilities. Instead, government authorities, self-interested in continuing gain-of-function research, say there's nothing to see here. Gain-of-function research, as you know, is juicing up naturally occurring animal viruses to infect humans. To arrive at the truth, the U.S. government should admit that the Wuhan Virology Institute was experimenting to enhance the coronavirus's ability to infect humans. Juicing up super viruses is not new. Scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. For years, Dr. Ralph Barrick, a virologist in the U.S., has been collaborating with Dr. Shi Zengli of the Wuhan Virology Institute, sharing his discoveries about how to create super viruses. This gain-of-function research has been funded by the NIH. The collaboration between the U.S. and the Wuhan Virology Institute continues. Doctors Barrick and Xi worked together to insert bat virus spike protein into the backbone of the deadly SARS virus and then used this man-made supervirus to infect human airway cells. Think about that for a moment. The SARS virus had a 15% mortality. We're fighting a pandemic that has about a 1% mortality. Can you imagine if a SARS virus that's been juiced up and had viral proteins added to it, to the spike protein, if that were released accidentally? Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entire, entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund Dr. Barrick? We do not fund... Do you fund gain, Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? D Dr. Barrett does not doing gain-of-function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. Not you don't think inserting in a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function? That you is would not be in the minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that. So they do you still support it? sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the to Wuhan uh, Virology Institute. Do you support Institute? sending money? We did, under your tutelage. We were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency right. and a sub-grant. Do you support that the money from NIH that was going to the Wuhan Institute? Let me explain to you why that was done. The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China it would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been or, infected Or perhaps it would be irresponsible China. to send it to the Chinese government that we may not be able to trust with this uh, knowledge and with this uh, incredibly dangerous viruses. Government scientists like yourself who favor gain-of-function research... I don't favor gain-of-function research in China. You are saying naturally. things that are not correct. Government defenders of gain-of-function, such as yourself, say that COVID-19 
mutations were random and not designed by man. But interestingly, the technique that Dr. Barrick developed forces mutations by serial passage through cell culture that the mutations appear to be natural. In fact, Dr. Barrick named the technique the noceum technique because the mutations appear naturally. Nicholas Baker in the New York Magazine said, nobody would know if the virus had been fabricated in a laboratory or grown in nature. Government authorities in the U.S., including yourself, unequivocally deny that COVID-19 could have escaped a lab. But even Dr. Xi in Wuhan wasn't so sure. According to Nicholas Baker, Dr. Xi wondered, could this new virus have come from her own laboratory? She checked her records frantically and found no matches. That really took a load off my mind, she said. I had not slept for days. The director of the gain-of-function research in Wuhan couldn't sleep because she was terrified that it might be in her lab. Dr. Barrick, an advocate of gain-of-function research, admits the main problem that the Institute of Virology has is the outbreak occurred in close proximity. What are the odds? Barrick responded, could you rule out a laboratory escape? The answer in this case is probably not. Will you, in front of this group, categorically say that the COVID-19 could not have occurred through serial passage in a laboratory? I do not have any accounting of what the Chinese may have done, and I'm fully in favor of any further investigation of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of but Virology. You do support it in the U.S. We have 11 labs doing it, and you have allowed it here. We have a committee to do it, but the committee has granted every exemption. You're, you're fooling with Mother Nature here. You're allowing super viruses to be created with a 15% mortality. It's very dangerous. I think it was a huge mistake to share this with China, and it's a huge mistake to allow this to continue in the United States. And we should be very careful to investigate where this virus came from. I fully agree that you should investigate where the virus came from. But again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, you're, no matter how parsing many times words, you're parsing you say words. it, there it was research. Happen. There was research done with Dr. Xi and Dr. Barrick. They have collaborated on gain-of-function research where they enhanced the SARS virus to infect human airway cells and they did it by merging a new spike protein on it. That is gain of function. That was joint research between the Wuhan Institute and Dr. Barrick. You can't deny it. Senator Paul, your time, time has expired. Dr. Fauci, I will let you respond to that. We need to move on. Excuse me? You're, I will allow you to respond to that, and then we'll move on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to say, we, I, I don't know how many times I can say it, Madam Chair, we did not fund gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Not in China. <laughs> I mean, he, he kept saying that over and over again, not in China. But see, the thing about this is, is that what, what Rand Paul did is he brought to the forefront gain-of-function exercises. And we have talked about gain-of-function exercises on this program, saying that these are deliberate exercises to expose people to diseases that they already have a cure for some are more lethal than others and some they have a cure for and so as paul has been pressing fauci on this he was literally accusing dr fauci of funding and overseeing gain-of-function exercises that included a juiced up version of sars-cov-2 he was actually accusing him 
of cooperating with the Chinese government supporting the laboratory that bioengineered the deadly virus. But of course, he kept saying, no, we're not doing gain-of-function research in these human-made superviruses in China. But we do and have records of grants that were given to the EcoHealth Alliance and the NIH to do gain-of-function exercises in the United States. And we'll talk about that coming up. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis. And you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.